Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Good morning and welcome to the Fire Up Show on Community Radio 3CR. I can't hear myself in the mic. Are we on? Yeah. We're on. Yeah. How you going, Terry? I'm very well, thank you, Jimmy boy. And Neil? Good, mate. Doing well, thanks, Jim. Still Luck- here. You're lucky you're still here, mate. I can see that gash on your head from the surfing in Bali. Surfing in Bali, man. That's it. Big waves. Big sharp, rocks. Sharp reefs. <laughs> you, didn't, you, didn't, you don't wear your helmet when you go surfing. <laughs> so I didn't have my hard hat on. But, uh, next, made a bike helmet, yeah. Next time I might. Next time I might. But no, I had a good time, mate. Yeah, you got a bit of a war wound, but I'll be right. Bit lucky, a couple of days in Bali Hospital, mate, would have been like... Uh, Look, I'll tell you, a couple of days in, in hospital and, hey, working for a union, guess whose photograph was in the foyer of the hospital? <laughs> he told me John Howard. Johnny Howard. Can you believe that? <laughs> there Here he is. Johnny Howard donated, well, the Australian taxpayer donated the money to build this hospital. Yeah. yeah. Sort of, uh, so when you woke up in recovery, you looked up and there was. Um, there was, there he was, thought he uh, died and, and gone. He thought he died and <laughs> gone to hell. Yeah, there was the old Liberal Party, mate, draped across the wall. There you go. But, uh, look, you know, it's one of those countries anywhere you travel, you've got to have uh, travel insurance because you never know what might happen. And, uh, and how, how was it? 20, 20 stitches in the Scon Gym and uh, $7,000, and that was the cost. And how easy was it to access your insurance, mate? Well, I'll tell you, and I know that what goes on with the union, especially with dealing with the insurance companies there and some of the dramas we've had, Terry, over the yes. years. Yeah. You know? Well, the there's only one, one way to describe them. They're, they're sharks, yeah. right? Yeah. They don't want to pay. Of course they don't. You've got a fully paid-up policy, unlimited medical, yeah. unlimited hospital cover, plus yeah. all the other bits and pieces. Yeah. So you speak. And they to the, won't pay. Well, you're speaking to someone here in Australia. You're you, lucky. Right? You're speaking to someone in yeah, Australia. they had an Australian accent. And so you're sitting there with, a, with a, you know, your head all bandaged up, and uh, they're saying they've got to make sure it's not pre, it's not a pre-existing injury, all right? Then they're uh, telling you it's not instantaneous. So if, I'm not lying. Five phone calls. It was absolutely disgraceful. So I was sitting there with another ex-union official from the ETU from Western Australia, Blake called Ian Gill. He's, he's a, you know, he's a terrific bloke. He's a hard bugger too. Don't worry about it, Ian. All right? He's giving him a spray. Finally, they relented. So they had all the doctor's reports, they had the, um, they had x-rays, they had everything saying that, listen, had the, the surgeon who came in and, uh, yeah, it just took so much, so much, uh, so many phone calls and just to nail them. Um, mate, I'm telling you. And they wouldn't have done anything over there unless they had the okay because I would have just said, well, see you later. They just later. said, you're going to have to give us your credit card. Right, and I said, well, hang on, we need to sort this out with the insurance company first. So, look, they're mongrels. They'll take your money. You walk in and sign up and, you know, great, travel insurance. Everyone should take it, and yep. they're quickly quick to sell your policy. Take it. But they've got to do something better on their end to make it Well, that's expedient. it, mate. And I think what they do is a lot of people would probably just yeah. give you've, up. you've actually refreshed my memory because um, when your son first started travelling, Ben, a few years ago now, and he got crook in Vietnam, really crook, and... Um, that was the same thing. When I was talking to the insurance company, they were talking about, oh, it could be a pre-existing illness, et cetera, et cetera. I got around it by actually ringing up the Australian consul over there and saying, you know, I'm getting shafted here. I'm going to be on a plane soon to go over there unless, like, I need 
help, you know. And they actually got the ball rolling for me. Did you tell them the war was over, Jim? Yeah. You tell them that. So, yeah, you know they that's are. over? Yeah. yeah. The, the insurance companies are, you know. Yeah. They're mongrels, we'll, Yeah, we'll insure you, but don't hurt yourself. Yeah, so. or we'll take your money we won't, and, we and won't, if your house burns down. We won't, name, <laughs> yeah. we won't name the insurance company, but it's Medibank, won't it? Well, that's it. Yeah, the good old Medibank. <laughs> good old uh, Medibank. Travel. Yeah, uh, yeah they've got on a, you. you know, if they're going to if they're gonna offer an insurance a pre, uh, a deal, then they've got to act well, much quicker. Much quicker than that. Well, me and a mate, we, look, we went doing a bit of travel later on in the year, right? and, I said, and I rang him and said, because he told me he's got his insurance through his platinum credit card, and I just said, "Good luck." Yeah. I said, "Have you seen any fine print? What you're covered for?" Uh, oh no, but I've got coverage. I said, "Yeah." What they think you yeah. you, you gas your head on a rock here, went over there. Yeah, I got <laughs> blood up on the plane, blood's all running down your head. Yeah, I need travel insurance when I go to Geelong, Neil. <laughs> I've got to take it a big policy. Oh, they hate you, mate. Those Geelong blokes hate your guts. Hey, <laughs> eh? they'd be listening right now. No, they love me. They, you've a fan of way to get through the wire, though, haven't you? Yeah, the rabbit-proof fence. You just sneak it and sneak through the back way. You know do you? Right? Yeah, you go through a little river. Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah, there's a bit of a bit of a hole there. Yeah, isn't there? there's a bit of a hole in the fence there. Oh yeah. But anyway, anyway Timmy, look- Easter, what a great, hey, what a great. Um, time to have off. Weather that was, was a fantastic break. Weather was sensational, wasn't it? We all our ODOs that we banked up and yep. got all that, and we had that week off. And, but one of the good things is too, Jimmy. Next okay. weekend is yep. Anzac weekend. Yes. Now the public holiday does fall on the Saturday. We all know yep. that. But in our EBA, it's gazetted as a public holiday on the Monday. Okay. So and then we have an RDO on Tuesday, Jim. So you're, we have a four-day week. I'm, I'm not feeling them. I've had that many phone calls about what's going on there, and I say to them, listen, read your EBA. It's we were talking EBA. about this the other day at a at a gathering. A gathering? <laughs> around a, a couple of... Uh, <laughs> around the campfire? Around a couple of ales, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that's... Well, there was, was a lot of misconception about that because I said that I think we've got the day off, the Monday off, and they say no, the public holiday is gone. I said, yeah, but the public holiday might be gone. But I'm pretty sure we've got to at the Monday. Well, look, that, ours is conceded in our WBA, Jimmy. Yep, yep. No other union has that. But yep. we've, we've got specifically, I oh, know X amount of um, public holidays, and it does say well, that um, it falls on a weekend. It reverts to the Monday, and then we have the Tuesday off. Um, so yeah. what? Everyone else is going to be on site except the plumbers on the Tuesday. Yeah. Well, there you go, Tess. Earl's done. I've got a couple. Earl's of done a terrific job there. Oh, then they go, you know, and getting that near you. Good's that. Eh? And on the Tuesday, I'm just going to leave them big bundles of Anzac pickies so they can just celebrate us not being at work on the Tuesday. How good's that, Neil? Oh, eh? mate. Yeah, but as you said, look, Earl's done negotiated with EBA the last. Uh, you know, it's a many years and he smashed them, hasn't he? Oh, well, look, you it's know, in the EBA. Just read it's in the EBA. EBA. Boys, out, they got two, another four day weekend, and yeah. uh, we'll take it. Well, one boss rang me up and said, "Listen, why don't you just have all April off?" Well, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just tell I us mean, what days you want to come to work it, in April. It might be, you know, might be saying a tongue in cheek, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? you shouldn't put something out. You know, when you verbalise something, it can no. become reality. No, no. <laughs> well, hey, all uh, April off. Well, that's it, Jim. Look, we're, as you know, Jim, you've been a massive part of the uh, the industry and hard fought entitlements. And um, well, let's, we'll take it. Look, yes. Look, we've, we, this has been a big discussion. I mean, obviously, everybody penalty rates. I'm talking going to now, and I can't remember the guy's name surname. His first name is John. He's the biggest redneck ever. Howard. And and, uh, and he, uh, I think he's part, he could be part of the. Institute of Public Affairs. 
could be something to do with that. But he's a he's a right wing think tank person, and while he's saying he agrees with penalty rates, double time, he's saying he didn't believe that um, he believed that seven point. He's saying that they were getting paid two point seven five per hours on the Easter Sunday. Anybody who worked, okay. And now, if if that's the case, if that's the case, I was at uh, Sorrento. On Easter Sunday, I was at Sorrento on Good Friday. I can imagine you being Sorrento. Hey, you have the glasses and the white shoes. Mate, on? it was rocking, packed. Did you look like um, <laughs> Don Johnson out of Miami Vice? <laughs> Every shop was open. Past, pastel, had the pastel sports jacket on. Yeah, he had that on. Just got a text from Andy Wallace. Why stop at April? <laughs> 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 but Sorrento was packed. Every shop was open. Rye was the same, right? Yep. Sorrento more so. <clears throat> Every clothes shop was open. The bakery was open. The supermarket was open. And it was pumping. And those coffee shops were every table was full. Mate. And those... I'll guarantee you they didn't put on more people than they and normally I'm do. You, Jim, those clothes shops in Sorrento, you ain't buying a Bonds t-shirt, are you? No. And guess what? What? They haven't got a $2 shop there. They've got a $10 shop. Have they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good quality T-shirts too. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. what I'm getting at is that those people, those waiters, they worked hard those two days and the whole Easter break, I'd say. Yep. And they deserved, if they worked Sunday, they deserved their time and a half or double time or double time and a half or whatever they got paid <laughs> because those businesses were pumping. And you find that also on public holiday, those businesses actually charge a surcharge too before the public holiday. They do, right? Well, some do and some mm, don't. But right. generally on a public holiday, mm. I, mean, I, mean, if, if so, I mean, if someone's sitting at your table on a coffee for four hours, you'd tell them to piss off anyway. Mm. If someone's sitting at, your, at a table for an hour having a coffee, you'd say, see you later, you know? Can you move because I've got people who, you know, I want to fill the table up. There's a restaurant I go to where she actually says, get out. <laughs> I'll give you $10 off the bill if you get out now. That happens to me. I'm like, Jimmy, tell me to get out. But, you know, the, if the turnover's there, you fill up a table. Get on you, Jim. Geez, you're popular today, Jim. You fill up a table and uh, you're not making less than, than 150 bucks. If there's four people on a table, you're making 100 bucks, 150 bucks. They're up in half an hour. They're gone. Yeah. And you're paying the waiter to service four or five tables. Six dollars fifty an hour. Yeah, twenty bucks an hour yeah. or forty bucks an hour. <coughs> You've made five hundred bucks in that hour, mm. and you've paid him forty. So what? Mm. Yeah. You know? Well, um, I'm glad I had a, had a text from Big Andy because um, late yesterday afternoon after work, we we Big Andy and me and Lou, we uh, we went out to Big Arthur's place and um, had a talk to the big fella, didn't we? And um, it's good to see Andy up and about too. He was. Um, and, and Arthur, he's just come through a pretty major sort of um, operations and that. And I know he'll be listening this morning, but uh, it was good, have, you know. It was good, wasn't it, Neil? Yeah. Seeing the boys together. Yeah. It was good, good turn, yeah. He said to say good day to everyone, Big Art, in his, uh, in he's, his he's way. He's dying to get back to work, isn't he? Oh, mate. I think, I think uh, Andy and the boys have got something lined up for him. <laughs> oh, they have something for him. Oh? Hey? No, Andy's got something for him. Yeah, Andy's got something there, Billy. Yeah, but, uh, Billy, they'll be there. Yeah, Big Art, look, he looked like a million dollars, mate. He's on the grinder. He's, uh, yep. he's, he's, a, he's a big man. Yeah, and he's um, yeah, he's working out again. So uh, look out, hey, look out. That's for sure. And he's back having a drink too. So look out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I must admit though, he's um, he's dining with table. Yeah. Table looked like a chemist shop. I saw Ian last week. We caught up and had a yeah, coffee. Yeah, and how's uh, Artie looking? Is he looking good? Oh, good. Yeah, yes, yeah. isn't he? No, he's been only for years. So, yep. Yeah, all looking that pain's good, mate. gone, and um, yeah, it's no, it's good catching up with him. Yeah. 
So that was good. But um, anyway, Jimmy, <coughs> we're moving on to the, the second quarter of the year. That's it. This is it. This is where we sort of um, get into it. Yeah, we only have uh, two days off a month now. Oh, for really? The, you know, after next it's week. Nearly, third, nearly a third of the year gone. Yeah. It's how fast is it going? Yeah. We well, I reckon once you turn work. 50, <laughs> it goes very fast. <laughs> hey, we, that have, out. we haven't been to work much this year, but anyway. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, gee, it's just flying, isn't yeah, it? It is. It is flying. It certainly is. And um, this is the, the hard part, right? Because after next week, it's yep. only two days a week off. Uh, <laughs> uh, two days a week. <laughs> <laughs> two days two days a month for the I rest of the year, nearly. I'd like to have a talk to Earl you know, about so, that. Yeah. Surely they could fit a cup weekend around June or something. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll have, to, um, I'll have to talk to Earl about that. But, uh, yeah, you're right, Jim. But, um, look, there's, it's um, you grab it while you can. And, look, mate, uh, you're a bit of a traveller. You're going to New Zealand soon, having to go for a wedding, you're just saying. Yeah, yeah, four days in the mountain we're going. We're going to all Taranaki? Taranaki? Yeah, no. Nah, uh, yeah, it'll be in, in That's that a, province. You get that at a Japanese restaurant. It won't be actually Taranaki. in Taranaki, the wedding. It's on a mountain, so on a lodge on a mountain, and it's already covered in snow. They showed us a picture yesterday. Oh, beautiful. It's not... Hey, listen, it's not South Pacific. You haven't been watching that movie, nah, South Pacific. No, nah, but it will be... Uh, I would love to pronounce the name of the mountain now, but I can't. Can you? No, it's one you have to really get Don't the, the phonetic right. Don't be a wing? No, it's not Don't be a wing. But uh, I just got a message from, uh, from uh, Jamie and Wizza. Oh, yeah, oh, Jamie and Wizza. Yeah, they're going good. Yeah, running them just before Christmas. Yeah. Just after Christmas. There you yeah, go, boys. Yeah, they're... Uh, they listen every year. Look, you know, Wes has just bought out in the country. He's, yeah, I know. He's a bit he of a country to. hick, right? Oh, well, and, uh, him, you can just see it in him. Yeah, I think yeah. he grows a bit of that stuff out there. Think, um, Actually, I think, I think we'll open up. I, I, I think him and Jamie, mate. I think Jamie might be on that mountain. I think we'll open up the message line. If anyone wants to send us a message, and it's, <laughs> How's message? it's witty enough, we might read it out. <laughs> 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 hey? If it's witty we, enough. We might re- if it's witty enough, Except yeah, for them people in Geelong, they're not witty. Yeah. They, haven't got, they haven't got a sense of humour at all. But anyway, there we go. But if you're in the Lang Lang area, I know that's where yeah. Wezza is. You've yep. got the big Ponderosa, mate. Ah, oh, mate. 50 acres, big house. Mate, mate there he goes. It's a bit like the... Uh, horse his horse cut right, I think. That's who he thinks he is, isn't it? Mar Bar Kettle. It's not horse, it's hoss. Hoss. Yeah. Yeah, big hoss. I mean, you ever watched Porn, porn Stars? You know, the, you got hoss, no, big hoss. Is it? Oh. Yeah. Well, there you go, see? Jimmy, I've lived a sheltered childhood. Yeah, I mean, you know I reckon you would have watched enough bonanzas to know it was Hoss. Oh, but, yeah. but I'm getting old. Hey, and the Chinese cook. Hop Singh. That's it. Mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i got a mate called Trevor Singh. We just call him Hop, so um, that's how I remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. What, have you got a song? Kimba? Yeah, we have got a song. Yep. And it's, got? it's not really, it's not... It's you know one of the true great true great song singer songwriters John Mellencamp who's changed ah. his name a few times hasn't he? Well, a bit of, his, bit of John history Cougar there. The, he, he's well, his real name's Mellencamp, John yep. Mellencamp, German German descent. But when he first started, his first manager said he needed to rip, you know spice his name up, and that's where he got the name the Cougar. Uh, the Cougar, yeah. yeah. And, he, and anyway, he, he, look, I suppose when you're young, mate, you're trying to make it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Killer just sent in a text, don't play Jim's uh, shit music. There you go. Yeah, see? See, good on you, Killer. You're right. It's not, it's I, not Jim's. I, I, I was just about to say that uh, yeah. this isn't as, as adventurous as anything I'd play, but <laughs> it's still good stuff. And uh, I was expecting Killer to make a comment. Well, he, he, he's, he's probably correct. Killer's, your, Killer's, Killer's he's lost in the 60s. He hasn't <laughs> got out of Purple Haze yet. 
Well, him and Dudley, mate, as you know, they oh. uh, they probably sit around with the old Bob Ope and uh, yeah, I got you know, that, yeah. so, especially up there around Broadford. Yeah, right. maybe there. Dudley's, Dudley's got his mud brick house. They still, <laughs> they still think they're at Woodstock. That's oh. they yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> it's I true. still go to Broadford Street. There's yeah. nothing there. There's a paddock there now. But yeah. McKillar, we'll try and educate you for a bit of decent music. And what way. else is in Broadford? They've got the lolly factory there. They can get all their munchies from. Get their chocolate bullets. Do they? <laughs> at Broadford. <laughs> anyway. It's one of Yarra Glen. Let's go. And we're back on the Fire Up show. And that was John Cougar Mellencamp. Mate. Actually, John Mellencamp now. Sensational. Latest yeah. album called Plain Spoken. Plain Spoken. And that was very good. And um, got a bit of a uh, bit of a text here. The girls in the in the union office, they, uh, they love that song. They'd be well, singing along Well, they just text in and... Uh, yeah, see, they love it. And they'd be singing along to that at the front desk, wouldn't they? Oh. You reckon? I reckon they would be, mate. Thanks, Bill. Really? Yeah. I think I think Bill's sort of a bit keen on them, isn't he? I think so. I think yeah. Mate, he's throwing off, isn't he, Bill? You reckon? Hey, oh, I think there might be something happening there, mate. Mate, let's keep it to ourselves, eh? Let's not tell all these millions of people that listen into this show, all right? Let's just keep it. Time, time delay this, Jimmy, in it? Yeah, but I wouldn't know where the button is. It's only That's been 15 years. I've never looked right. for it. Why bother? Yeah, no. <laughs> I got to say hello to the MUA while we were there, Kev, uh, Kev Bracken. I went to a, uh, a bit of a congregation uh, before Reset, and uh, I just want to know, Kev, Ed, 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 did you go with that boat, mate, that uh, they were trying to stop to... Uh, and import all the oil from over and the petrol from over Indonesia, mate. There was a boat that they were trying to uh, get rid of the government around Australia. So, but I never knew what um, what the outcome. Give us, give us a buzz, Kevin. Let us know, mate. There you go. What else has happened to Neil? Well, look, mate. Uh, not, not much, mate. There seems to be just cruising along all right out there. We've got a meeting today. I mean, we have. Yeah, <laughs> you can't. Everyone's everyone can hear Terry. We've got a run. Oh, there's a it's run. Stay good, whispering, mate. Everyone okay. can hear. Yeah, yeah. I said time delay, but Jimmy, come on. Hey, what's up with how you're running there? Hey, Christ Almighty, we've got a. Uh, there's a joint delegates meeting today, Jimmy, of all, all unions at uh, the Regent Theatre. Lovely theatre. Yes, for. Great, great one spot one, for a union one, meeting. One of the ones that got saved. Oh yeah, joint OH and S. Joint OH and S meeting of um, of all uh, all unions. So um, all the all the OH and S um, elected officials that are listening in, uh, Regent Theatre at ten o'clock. Um, I think the Lion King's on. I think isn't it? Is it? I think so. We'll sit down. What's the Lion King? Ah, oh, beautiful. Mm. How good's that? That's good. Eh? Beautiful old theatre, mate. Saved, 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 saved. saved. Yep. Like a number of the icons of Melbourne, Jim. Yep. Well, it would have been pulled down if you had been under. Saved by the trade union movement. Yep. 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 Well, uh, Johnny Cummings and the boys had a hell of a lot to do with saving that. And um, so today, your unions got together. The Jack Mundy's of this world. Well, that's it, mate. Those beautiful buildings, that's what makes Melbourne unique, doesn't it? It certainly does. Well, right? yeah. And definitely, we, we've got to look at the developments. They've always got to be... Uh, We've got to keep the the beauty of the city alive still from Marvellous Melbourne. Melbourne used to be called Marvellous. I believe you're old enough to remember that, aren't you? Like the 1800s or late, early 1900s. 1800s. I think Richie Benno sort of said it was marvellous. Yeah, marvellous. He's funny old Richie. When he was captain in Australia, he spoke differently than when he spoke when he was on Channel 9. So because he went to England or something. Must, well, he was, in, he, was, he was a pommy for a long time over there. Yeah. He married a pommy, Sheila. Did he? Yeah, definitely. Oh. Was a, she was a torn from. Yeah. So a lot of people um, are upset that he's getting that, that he was offered a state funeral. And knocked it back. 
Good. Shows the integrity very, of the people. Well, he's yeah. a very uh, humble man. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. But what a great man for Australian cricket and sport. Mm. He brought it, didn't he? Brought it to the TV. Yeah, rest in peace, Richie. Yeah, they're all dying off, mate, that, mate. the old Channel 9 broadcasters, <laughs> aren't they? That's what sort of happens when you get old. Yeah. You, know I mean? you die off? I'm not, I'm, I'm not afraid of dying. I just don't want to be there, Jim, when it happens. You know what I mean? I'll be somewhere else. <laughs> All right, the footy season started off before yeah. we finished. No, nah, not talking about footy. Why not, mate? Nah. Carlton. Nah, not talking about footy. I saw a Carlton membership nailed to a, a tree the other day. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, I, I took it down. You, can, you never know when you can use a good nail. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, mate. Hey, your mob's not going all that flash either. No, no, I thought yeah. I'd get him first. His mob's not going all that flash either. Well, no. we've won one, mate. Yeah, we've won. You're ninth on the ladder again. Uh, we get getting bells and phones ringing. Yeah, look, it could be time to finish. So, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Have a safe week.